Hi everyone and welcome to Papa Hector's podcast. So today's topic is psychedelics, DMT, weed, and other psychedelics and their use in spirituality and spiritual work. So I've been getting this question a lot about how our tradition views and deals with these things. And we're going to hop into that for some time today. So I know I haven't done a podcast in a while. I actually prefer to do podcasts, but I've been focusing on doing a lot of videos. But I want to come back to our podcast here. So as always, if you like the show, if you want to donate, have me do a lot more of these you know, you can go ahead and donate like many others have at Cash Cash App, Cash Symbol, Dollar Sign, Hector Salva, H-E-C-T-O-R-S-A-L-V-A, or help at mysticalwork.com via PayPal. If you haven't already do, done so, you can check me out on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, and um, TikTok at Papa Hector Salva, Papa Hector, or Hungan Hector. You can check me out there. And my website is hectorsalva.com. So I've been recently receiving a lot of questions about psychedelics, DMT, LSD, you know, weed, mushrooms. And their role in our spiritual work, as well as what our spiritual work says about these items. So, speaking from a mystic sanse and a mystical path, all these psychedelics are tools. And they're tools of shamans who usually have training for many years before they even ever touch these substances in our traditions. They have trainings of many years in order to learn to be able to use these substances and work with these substances for spirituality. Our tradition doesn't have anything against the use of such substances for recreation either. So, the truth is, our tradition doesn't reject anything. So, there's no restrictions or prohibitions against them in the sense that they can't be used for recreation. However, we don't encourage it generally because we're... And weed, that's going to be another topic I'm talking now about, you know, many of the other psychedelics because if you use them too often recreationally or you become addicted to them, that can prove a problem in your life. If you can use these things similar to like how someone may have a few drinks here and there in a way that's not addictive and is actually recreational not being used to run away from your problems, then that's a whole different thing. Now, like I tell most people, we don't really suggest or encourage the use of chemical-based, chemical-made products such as LSD and such because these things have very strong lasting after effects and repercussions in the body 
that a lot of natural substances don't have or don't have at least as much, especially if they're not being abused. In our tradition, we say that you shouldn't be using these things to run away from your problems. If you're, There's a difference between recreational enjoyment of these things versus using them to run away from your problems. And there's also a difference between using it recreationally and using it spiritually. A lot of people like to spiritualize the use of such of such medicines, basically. And when in reality they're doing it not for any spiritual purpose, rather than just calling a spade and a spade and saying, hey, I'm doing it because I enjoy doing it, I want to do it, or I'm using it to run away from my problems. When you're using it to run away from your problems, it becomes an abuse of the medicine, an abuse of that tool, and it can lead to further issues and further problems. A lot of people also want to spiritualize when they're actually just using it for recreation and being like they're using it to get to know themselves, etc. Just call a spade a spade. If you're just using it to enjoy it, just say, hey, I'm using it for recreation. There's nothing in our traditions against this. This judgment against these things comes from a Christianized mindset and a very much a mindset that has been very imprinted by programming and by societal programming. Now, many people get led to the spiritual work, however, or to the spirit by using these things for recreation or otherwise. And they're led to the spirit. Anything in the world can lead you to spirit. It can lead you there. It may not be able to guide your journey, but it can lead you to spirit. Anything in the world can lead you to spirit, can lead you towards something deeper, something more, and towards the divine. Life itself is the tool, and so it has the option to use anything to lead you to spirit. If something leads you to spirit, that's wonderful and great. And if these tools have led you to spirit, that's also great. But if these tools have led you to spirit, and then you've started to use it for recreation or other purposes, again, let's call a spade a spade. Now, when you have proper spiritual practices, a lot of the things that these medicines can produce or release in your system can be done through your proper spiritual practices as well, which is why when a shaman or a mystic has trained for long enough and has developed the power to use these tools, it's really about developing the power to use these tools and use them wisely, they're able to use these items without becoming addicted and without having the issues that people so often suffer using these items to abuse or to get away from their issues and problems. So that all being said aside, another thing, the most common question or one of the most common questions that I get asked is about smoking weed. 
For our tradition, smoking weed is very much similar to drinking alcohol. We don't have anything against people smoking weed. You don't have to spiritualize the use of smoking weed. You don't have to pretend it is something other than what it is. However, again, it comes into play where are where why are you using it? Are you using it to escape or run away from your problems to neglect your issues? Or are you using it for enjoyment, relaxation, and recreation? The abuse of it is go- can cause you problems like we all know. But our tradition is very much like are you able to be a positive, uh, generous, producing, you know, individual who's able to take care of yourself and do what you got to do? And if you can, and you're not using it to run away from your problems, but you're using it to relax and enjoy, that's perfectly fine. Just like someone who would have a few drinks. There's nothing in our tradition against it. Now, with the use of all these substances... There are things in our tradition, in specific ceremonies, where you cannot be using or under the influence of these substances in order to do the ceremony. So that's a difference. So there's a difference between not having anything against it versus going and leading or doing ceremony while under these influences. There are certain rituals in which certain of these items can be used in our shamanic work and for certain types of rituals and our mystical work, in which case we, those specific instances are cases in which these are used, be it weed, be it any other of the tools or medicines that are able to access the spiritual realms. So there are instances in which it can be used. There are instances in which it can even be offered to certain spirits for certain things to occur. Those are specific rituals and cases, including magical work. There are certain types of magical work that can be done with these items and lots of magical work if this is a tool that you or in medicine that you're meant to be able to work. However, for the vast majority of public rituals, the vast majority of rituals, being under the influence of any of these substances is not, you know, uh, kosher. It's not basically kosher. And it's similar with, again, with weed and alcohol. It's not uncommon that people drink alcohol during our ceremonies. So it's not uncommon. You could have a few shots. It's also not uncommon. And I've seen and I've met hungans and mambos on the island of Haiti and people in DR who are spiritual workers that do smoke a little weed before rituals. A little bit, just like having a few drinks. There's a difference between being inebriated and drunk and having a few drinks and having a, what we call a buzz around here. Just buzz or feeling good. So that's not uncommon. And just like I said, when I lived on the island, it was not uncommon. I knew certain 
priests and priestesses who did smoke weed before a ceremony, but again, they were just slightly buzzed or feeling good and relaxed. It wasn't extensive, and it wasn't during ritual. It was pre-ritual usually. So that's how we view and interact with these substances. And if it is something that you know, you've been doing or doing a lot of, it may be something you want to take a look at and take a look at why are you really using the substances. For us, the why is very important. It's not just the what, but it's the why, you know? And really take a look at, are you spiritualizing it? You know, are you actually doing it for another reason and pretending to spiritualize it? to give yourself an excuse. If you're doing so, there's a reason for that. Okay? And you need to take a look at a re- at the reason why you're doing that. Take a little bit of a deeper look. So these are things that you want to take note of. But, like I said, in our traditions, you know, having some drinks smoking cigars or smoking a blunt or something like that is no grand hoopla and there's no restrictions against it again we don't go into ceremony totally inebriated i've been to ceremonies where people have come who have been totally inebriated and oftentimes we kick these people out of ritual because they're Never have I been to a ceremony where this was any of the priests or priestesses or initiates. These were all ceremonies in which it was members of the public or other guests who had come and they got in totally inebriated and they had to be kicked out of the ritual because they were causing disturbances. Okay? There are spiritual uses for these items and uses in which we use them really effectively as tools for healing. But that's one thing, and it's another thing to use them in order to get inebriated. So I hope that you're all doing well. Again, if you enjoy the podcast, go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. We're on you know, iTunes, Spotify, here at Anchor. Also check me out on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Hungan Hector, as well as at Papa Hector Salva. And you can check out my website at hectorsalva.com. If you enjoy these, all this free information I put out, you can do like many other people already have and make a donation via Cash App, Cash Symbol Hector Salva, or via PayPal at help at mysticalwork.com. As always, if you need any help, go ahead and reach out to us at help at mysticalwork.com and we'll be more than glad to assist you. Many blessings.